It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pinkowski. Laurie is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity, and boy, is there ever a lot to talk about. Good morning, Laurie. Hi, Simi. How are you? Uh, I, there's always a lot to talk about, isn't there? I mean, There is, but earnings. I feel like this morning it's even more apropos because here we are talking to you on our regular Wednesday time, and this morning was the big interest rate hike from the Bank of Canada. There was. Uh, today they hiked uh, by uh, half a point, which is the highest rate increase in many, many years. And so they're taking inflation very seriously. They want to bring the number down. We can't be walking around with 6% inflation or close to that. And uh, when you think about when they increase rates, it affects so many other areas, Simi, right? I mean, we're talking about mortgages, uh, GIC rates, uh, savings accounts, all those sorts of things. So there's a whole new conversation uh, that's going to be happening out there. And and I've been warning for months now saying that, you know, with rate increases, uh, that's going to come along with inflation. We're going to see uh, the rates of variable mortgages also increase at some point here. And they're not stopping here. That's the other thing, right? The idea is they're going to continue uh, throughout the year. And what does that do to the housing market, especially here in Vancouver? And I think that's something that we're all going to have to watch very closely. Okay. So what is happening in the markets this morning then? Uh, well, markets are, we're seeing some green on our screen, uh, Simi. Um, you know, again, the markets are focused very much on interest rates, but also earnings, right? Earnings are starting to pick up steam. Uh, we're seeing some decent earnings out of like, say, Delta Airlines. They beat. Uh, I think people are just, you know, can't wait to get out there and get traveling again. And I want to say post pandemic, but again, we're talking about a sixth wave. So I don't think we're totally uh, out of the woods here. Uh, but Delta Airlines has benefited from increased demand for sure. We've got BlackRock also reporting they um, uh, missed on revenue, but uh, beat on earnings. So that was good news. And JP Morgan as well. So again, you're going to see more and more companies start to report. And that's going to give us some clarity of what is really happening in the U.S. economy right now at this point, uh, given what's going on in Ukraine and Russia and the war, increased oil prices, and how is that affecting the bottom line of many companies out, uh, out there? Okay, so let's talk about then how things like oil are doing. Yeah, you know, oil oil's a funny one always. Uh, you know, it peaked at 130, came down to 95, back at 100. And, you know, again, that does have an impact. You know, when I think of retailers, for example, you know, our families who are living paycheck to paycheck, going to, you know, buy a new pair of pants or shirt, whatever it might be, uh, or are they going to fill their gas tank? And and right now, I think s still when oil is sitting at $100 a barrel, you have that impact. And, and so you're hearing the word recession coming out of all different places right now. It's kind of top of the headlines, you know, but even with an inverted yield curve and so on, I mean, you don't usually see a recession for 18 months, uh, at least going forward. So it's not like a recession is around the corner, but still as portfolio managers, what we do is we prepare the portfolio with recessionary type stocks. So when you think of uh, Walmart, um, you know, I added even Dollarama lately, right? If people are looking for deals in this high inflationary environment, when things are costing more, um, you know, people are going to be looking for bargains. So where are those bargains? Because there are some companies that are going to benefit from what's going on out there. And again, we've already talked about how agriculture and copper and things like that are, are good to hold in a portfolio when we're in an inflationary environment. So this is not a time 
that you want to do nothing with your portfolio or that your financial advisor should be. Again, this is um, a real change in the cycle over the last couple of months, and you need to make sure that your portfolio is changing with it. Otherwise, you're going to be left behind, and you could be in, in sectors, you could be in bond funds, you could be in all sorts of things that may not perform over the next 12 months. Okay, and can we talk about um, what's going on with earnings season? Because that also kicked off this week, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, how I mentioned Delta Airlines, um, you know, they beat on both revenue and earnings. uh, So that was good news there. We had BlackRock uh, as well. JP Morgan is another one that came out. And again, so when we look at earnings season over the next two, three weeks, we're going to be getting a lot more coming in that's going to really give us a good gauge of the U.S. economy. Okay. So with the U.S. economy, they're also having inflation problems too. Didn't they say this week they had their highest inflation that they had seen in 40 years? Uh, yes, <laughs> they did. And <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I mean, inflation is everywhere, right? You look at the number coming out of uh, the UK, you look at num- numbers coming out of China as well. That's markets a little bit earlier this week. Uh, we're seeing inflation across the board. And yesterday, markets in the U.S. went up after we got the inflation numbers. And uh, the reason that was is because core inflation was better than expected, uh, where inflation in general in the U.S. came in at the highest rate since 1981 at 8.5%. What the market is looking for is, are we at peak inflation at this point, or are we going to see it still rise from here? And I think with the rate increases that they're doing and will do, um, the U.S. is expected to increase by half a point in May. You know, that's, again, going to kind of cool inflation in, in the short term. But, again, the Russia-Ukraine war, which, again, we don't see any agreement in sight at this point. You know, when we're all following the news. Uh, you know, that would also ease uh, inflation concerns, I believe, because, again, the price of oil spiked because of that. And we just don't see any end, unfortunately, uh, inside at this time. Okay, so when it comes to all this volatility in the market, then, Lori, how do you combat that? Like, what do you look to? Well, I wanted to kind of talk about on air today about what I call bad bank bond funds. And and the reason I want to talk about it is because my, my concern today is when people walk into a bank and they go, yeah, I'm conservative in nature. I don't want to, you know, risk a lot of my capital. And, you know, here are my concerns. Uh, and, and this is what I've seen firsthand of people coming to me is that a lot of the bank branches are putting them in, in what I call bad bank bond funds. And so just remember with bond funds, you're not guaranteed your uh, guaranteed return, right? And you can lose money on, on bonds. And you have to make sure that any bond funds that you're investing in are flexible in nature. Again, active management is so important. Not just, you know, when I'm talking about the stock market or in equities or a type of portfolio, but also in the bond market. Again, when we're in a cycle where interest rates are increasing, uh, we can see the price of bonds decrease, especially if you're in long-term government bonds. And we're seeing that and have seen that late last year and now early this year. I had a gentleman that came to me that had maybe close to $2 million in bond funds at a bank. And he was down last year when the when the markets were actually good. And then he was down this year, again, in huh? a negative year. So, yeah. you know, he said negative years last year, negative year this year. This is not a good long-term investment strategy. And my fear is, is that 
the kind of the understanding of how bonds work or the bond market um, is is not that generally kind of known with the, with the average investor. And unfortunately, with some financial advisors that may be at the bank branch level, they also don't understand. And so what I'm saying is that if you were in bond funds, again, plain vanilla buy and hold approach bond funds, uh, that you may see negative returns further on this year uh, after seeing a negative year last year. And so this is something that you have to be prepared for and decide what's right for you. How do you do that? Well, you talk to somebody who knows what they're doing, I think. Um, you know, I think that it's important to understand that just like the stock market, just like the bond market, there are areas that will perform better or worse during different types of the cycle. And for example, like we use a bond fund called uh, Canso, and they're, I just had a meeting with them yesterday. They're very active in, in their duration. So the length of maturity of the bonds that they're investing in, they're also investing in corporate bonds, for example, versus long-term government bonds right now. And there's such a wide variation of returns in th those types of bonds. And they had a really good positive year last year where many bond funds had a negative year last year. So again, you just need to make sure that you're talking right. to a qualified financial advisor who understands the bond market and the interest rate cycle and where we are. It doesn't mean you have to hide from from bond funds for, for life. It just means you need to make sure you're in the right ones for this period, especially the next six to 12 months, if we're going to see rates continue to increase, right? And again, many bond funds, especially the ones that the banks I, I see, uh, are very kind of passive type investments, right? They bought a basket of bonds and they're just holding them no, right. no matter what. But again, the world is changing. Rates are going up. Uh, are, is this the best area that you could be putting your money at this time? And in my opinion, no, it's not. I think you need to be very selective of which bond managers you're going to hold at this time. And all managers, whether it be in equities or in bonds, are not created equal. And the fact is, is that a lot of mutual funds have a mandate where they don't make a lot of changes, actually, underlying to that portfolio. So you're a bit of a sitting duck right now if you're in bank bond right. funds that are in these long-term bonds and you're going to be affected by increasing rates. All right, Lori, thank you so much for that this morning. Thanks so much, Simi. Great talking to you. Have a good day. That's Lori Pinkowski, a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI, or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.